Okay, so this is going to go out to the both of you. If you can come up with a catchphrase to summarize your 2020 up to this point, what will that catchphrase be? This is some bullshit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that a lot. Here we go. <laughs> I was going to say go fuck yourself, but... <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. That's... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mood. That's the whole mood. <laughs> Hashtag mood. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> Sigh. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Sigh. <sighs> We're like 20 H's at the end. <sighs> yeah. No and a, sh- and a Kanye shrug. <laughs> yeah, the bruh. The Nick Young, the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Swaggy P looking like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So that'll definitely be it for me. Yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bu- what more can you fucking say about this clusterfuck of a year? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Not much you can say. It's, it's bullshit, like I said. <laughs> We're just waiting for the next level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Did you guys so, see about the human-sized bats? No. Human-sized bats? Yeah. It's the next plate. <laughs> They're like... That's m- the coming coming soon. <laughs> September 2020. <laughs> Lexi-sized bats. <laughs> They're like four standing feet. at uh, four feet, <laughs> ten inches tall. It's brand life, yo, yeah. Yo, yo, it's Haiti and Lexi talking that little shit The podcast is fire, so you know they lit Sit down and listen, they won't flip the switch If you think men can throw catches, ladies pick Yeah, uh-huh, catches, ladies pick gentlemen welcome to another amazing episode of ladies pitch it's your girl lexi the fucking savage mother fucking savage my mama's had a rough week so i'm gonna leave her out of it (laughs) (laughs) what up y'all it's haiti baby here what's going on in case you in case you didn't already uh hear me Sorry, what did I say? <laughs> Listen, nah, you good. It was just, you guys ever have a week that it, by the time it comes to like it culminates, you're just like, well, at least I'm not, you know, fucking pregnant or I was just gonna say, at least I'm not pregnant. Yeah, like at least I didn't catch chlamydia this yeah. week, you know. I mean, at least the clap is curable. Yeah, herpes is not. Herpes is like glitter of all the STDs. <laughs> it, it, it's like um. Pregnant herpes. Yeah, yeah. it's like the hangover. He's like, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Except it's herpes. That should have come back with you. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> we <laughs> I always like that line. Y'all, as you can see, there's no rhyme or reason with today's episode, but we are gonna, you know, reel you all back in. We have an amazing guest joining us today. Hello. What up? Introduce yourself, darling. My name is Becky. 
Hey, um, Becky. Becky with the good hands. You get that a lot? I do. Yeah. More more times than I want. I also get the other Becky song. Which other Becky song? About blowjobs. There's a Becky song yep. about blowjobs? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I didn't know that. It came out when it? I was in eighth grade. <laughs> Who Hiles? sings that shit? Who? Hiles. I don't know. Any idea? Wait, real quick. How old are you? 26. You're going to be 26 in September. Okay. Oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> I am a baby. <laughs> 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 yeah, I forgot you were that young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I would I gotta look for that song now. Yeah. I might have yeah, a new theme real. song. <laughs> I'm like, what song is it's that? A good song, but it's my name. Oh, Damn. I'm Rebecca. Okay. Hi Rebecca. Hi. Hi so, Becky. So so Becky, um we I don't know if you've listened to us in the past, but we are really big on the Zodiac. Very much. Very much. I have Haiti Mercado sitting, in, you know, across from me over here. Mm-hmm. Now, I like to make things fun, and I like to guess. I'm going to take three stabs at it. Okay. Hopefully, I'm, you know. Close. Close. <laughs> Hit the nail on the head. Sagittarius. Scorpio. She gives you Scorpio vibes? Yeah. The hair, it's wild. <laughs> Libra, oh, <laughs> I'm actually a cusp baby. Virgo, Libra, yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> September twenty first, twenty second, twenty third, twenty third. September twenty third. Yeah. That's like the official first full day of Libra. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was that. I thought they end on the twentieth. No, it was like the 20. Or they start the 21st, something like that. Oh, but are you including the new zodiac sign? Or no, no, we don't, no, no, we don't do <laughs> okay. that. We don't acknowledge that. <laughs> okay, good. They were good. trying to make me an, uh, I think it was an Aries. I'm not being, yeah, dis- I'm like, being nah, disrespected like that. These emotions can be anything else but Pisces. Mm-hmm. Nah, Because they were putting me up back at Virgo, and I was like, mm, mm, no. Yeah. I we have, actually like Virgo. I mean, I don't well, dislike Libras, but I can tolerate Virgos more. I definitely more. identify as Libra. Okay. You identify yeah. as a Libra? Yeah. yeah. I picked up on that. <laughs> okay. You know what's funny? Um, it's not that I have a beef because I don't. I'm not. I'm like surrounded by them. But against my will, I've become like a Virgo expert. Yeah. I'm a Scorpio expert slash Capricorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Hades had this ongoing beef with Capricorns for, you know, yeah. the inception <laughs> of the know. show. Just, just because it's, it's, it's a long story, we're not gonna get into it today. <laughs> but yeah, they they um uh, they're hot and cold, very hot and cold. Very, yeah. I can't with that. I need to know if you but hot, got, and I need to know if you cold. But you they got the do. ice water in their veins. I like that about them. That's what you that yeah, ambition. Cause you're, Cause you're a sociopath, so sociopaths <laughs> like that. Yeah, shit. I do. I I am. You can't, and that's the Taurus moon in you mm-hmm. that can tolerate that. I can't. I'm water and fire moon. Yeah. Can't I'm very it. aloof. It drives her crazy. <laughs> it drives Man. her fucking crazy. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> no. All I attract are Geminis. You like Geminis? I you're don't com- like them. You're compatible with them, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're compatible. That's Kanye and um Kim. Yeah, Gemini that's Libra. right. Cause she, oh, and she's like right on that. Yeah, she's on the Scorpio. Uh, she's cusp. really on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Like anyone I've ever dated or been with has been a Gemini. Yeah, they are compatible with yeah. them. Yeah, and you, you attract them. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Dear Lord. 
But other than that, how was you girls' week? <sighs> What's been going on? My couch has a new indent for my ass. Because I've been sitting in it. Your couch? Yeah. I've just been sitting in the same position. For You're in same. quarantine? I'm not in quarantine, but I don't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. So it's just been me sitting by the window and relaxing in the room. How has this pandemic been treating you? Like, have like you're an essential worker, or have you just been working from home? I've like I am actually a teacher, so I finished teaching June 26th, but it was ridiculous throughout the whole entire year, like through the remote learning. Mm-hmm. It was totally difficult. Like that's I, what I've heard everyone say. I I don't understand because um the governor just said like what they what he thinks he's going to do for next year. And um, they said that it might be hybrid, so they might have some remote learning and some in-school learning, and it just doesn't make sense at all, especially since I had self-contained, so it's like lower-functioning special ed students. Oh. I have a couple of friends who are, um, they're special ed teachers, and one of the biggest challenges for them is trying to incorporate their style and their method of teaching, which is very Mm hands-on, very involved in a remote environment. Yeah. And I know, like, these students sitting at home, yes, they're using the computer, yes, they have that kind of learning, but they're not actually absorbing anything. Yeah. And it's not, it's not helpful, in my eyes. I, 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 I see that, and I agree with you, because even with, like, you know, kids who, for the most part, are, you know, fully, not, I don't want to say fully functioning, but aren't, don't require those needs, those extra needs, I see the issues. And it is worrisome for me, mm-hmm. yeah. because... You know, luckily, like, I have a nine-year-old niece. Mm-hmm. So, like, luckily, I'm there and, like, I'm able to help her. But a lot of these kids don't have they that. They don't have anyone. They don't. One of my good friends, he's a, he's a counselor. And he's super hands-on. He has a younger sister who's, I think she's in middle school. And he's super hands-on. Like, he does, he, he's actually, like, teaching her. Right. So, you know, that situation works out. But at the same time, it's like, how many kids come from households where English isn't the first mm-hmm. language? Or the parents aren't as adept to help the kids with the schoolwork. Or you have the kids of essential workers, their parents have to work. Exactly. And then now, if you have the students going back into the building, some of them go back to their grandparents. Yeah. And they're going to get them sick. God forbid they're exposed to anything. Exactly. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense either way. I think the smartest thing is to have remote learning, but I don't think it's going to be useful or helpful for anything. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be helpful. I, but know, at this point, it's like something's got to give. They have to do something. Not, yeah. to, not to be funny, though, but um, some of the people I went to school with have no business being homeschool teachers to their kids. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like not to be funny, but it just sounds funny. Like As a teacher, I understand what you yeah, say. <laughs> yes. It's like I, went, I, was in, I was in a classroom I with you. I know what you're capable of not doing. Yep. I did not only have to teach the students. I also had to teach parents. Yeah. Right. To teach their students or children in this case. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> personal numbers. I had to change my number because of. They were calling They you? were calling my phone. That's insane. Yeah. Mm-mm. So. The number you have read. <laughs> what, what's your What's your grade? Like, what's your um? Um. So my license is seven to twelve, so I can teach middle school and high school. You got that rough age yeah. demographic. I love teaching high school. I like everything in me loves teaching high school. Okay. Um. I taught middle school, which was sixth to eighth grade. Okay. Um. And that's only because of 
how low the students are test like grade wise i feel like that's the hardest age group to teach it is because they're it like is. right in that in between. I, I don't have the patience i don't know how i had the patience this year like i i always told them i'm from the lower east side i always told them you do not yes. want <laughs> you do not want to see miss fuller come out with her lower east side because it's not pretty and i don't like i don't yeah. like it right and the second day of school why is miss fuller sounding like the only shouldn't be this way <laughs> it shouldn't i should not be this and you know what it is because you look young like yeah you look like you could easily blend mm-hmm. in and say oh yeah I'm, I'm in the 12th grade i would fucking believe you mm-hmm. yeah working in high school they always yelled at me because yeah. they thought i was a student no like, no i'm not i'm the youngest excuse, teacher here excuse me <laughs> yeah. sir not to be funny but okay we wear uniforms when you to say, work when right? you say that it's followed by something <laughs> we wear uniforms to work um Katie and I, and we got the uniforms, what, two, three years ago? Right. Mm-hmm. We happened to get them around September. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first day, of first day of school, I'm wearing this, and I'm walking to work. This lady stops me, and she goes, is that a new charter school? <laughs> and I look at her, and I'm like, no. She goes, is that a new high school? And I'm like, I'm an adult. <laughs> I work at the hospital. And she's looking at me, and she goes... Are you sure? As an internship? <laughs> no, I. She she legit she legit hit me with the. Are you sure, ma'am? I pay taxes. I have anxiety. I have sciatica. What more do you need to know? I have PTSD from working at that damn job. I've like, been doing this for eleven goddamn years. Wait, you're not eleven? <laughs> she thought I was. I'm fucking eleven, ma'am. Ma'am. I have a I have a freaking ten forty and a W two. <laughs> Cut it out. You're so stupid. So I yeah I get it. Like I can imagine because even me I would have been like, what are mm-hmm. you teaching? Like, what's yeah. going on here? But kudos to you though because yeah, I definitely uh, that's rough first and second. I don't I wasn't blessed with that patience. She really wasn't. Like though. I can't. Like I'll be the one that's like going toe to toe with the students, square up. <laughs> I think. <laughs> like, I don't know how I haven't gotten fired yet, but I'm very lucky. <laughs> That I have good students mm-hmm. who, like, understand. Like, after that day that I brought out my LES, they were like, oh, shit, Miss Fuller's serious. Yeah. So now they're all buddy-buddy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does not have a problem. I'm not joking with you. Shut the fuck up and sit down. You're, you're like, you can relate with them, too. <laughs> That's what it is, too. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, especially with that age group, they, they do shit to test you out. All the time. All the time. Because I can, I have stories of me being in elementary and middle school, and we would have kids that would fucking make the teachers cry. I remember when I was in elementary school, there was this one kid. He was such a dick. I remember his name. The fact there that was I, always one in every. The class. fact that I still remember this kid's name because he was an absolute terror. My teacher had like a meltdown in the classroom. She was mm-hmm. out for like a month. There was a kid in my class like that too. Yeah. I'm not going to shout out his name because I have him on Facebook. So, nah. Do it, do it. <laughs> nah, man, but he was a terror. Sal Soto. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not his name. No, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the first name I threw out there. Nah, yeah. He was He was bad. He was bad, bad. <laughs> bad. I used to, yo, I hated him. I always at attract the bad students, though. Uh, yeah. I hated him at one point. No, but they... <laughs> yo, there was this one that kid. No, no one gets the smoke like substitute teachers. Yeah, oh. I feel oh. bad for them. All substitute the teachers really, get all now, the smoke. Now, substitutes really don't care about anything they do. Yeah. So they just write down the assignment, sit in the back of the room, take out their laptop, and just sit and do whatever they have to do. Yeah. Like, they give zero fucks. 
Yeah, they just they talk. They talking shit. Yeah, on the laptop, they're like on a fucking yeah, yeah, Google, fucking yeah, kids. Google chats. Like, girl, this is some <laughs> little girl here wearing some crazy ass looking skirt. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like who's raising these kids? My niece is in third grade. There was this kid in her class. He would like draw like inappropriate things in like the other kids' notebooks and write like curse words. Mm-hmm. And one day I'm helping her with her homework and I'm like, "Who did this?" And like she put her head down. She's like, "It wasn't me." And I'm like, "I know it wasn't you because I know your handwriting. Who did this?" So I'm looking in a notebook and it says, "Fuck, big dick," like random. You know, like yes! you can tell it. To, no. You can tell it's a little kid. He's probably like writing down. Like he wrote, "Bitch hard." Like what? <laughs> That was if I was a kid today, I would have been writing wet ass pussy because I've been having that shit in my head all day. Yes, that's the jam of the week. But nonetheless, these kids are ruthless. So kudos to you for not catching a felony. Yeah, Thank for you. real. Let's knock on wood. Because <laughs> she a Libra, they are savages on the low. They really are. Yeah, they're like Libra savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that shit is serious. But yeah, I, no, seriously, I've really been having. Have you heard that song with Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi? It just dropped I like just, at midnight. Yeah, I just heard it. Do you like it? It's okay. It's catchy. It's really catchy. It's not like one of her best songs. But, but it's catchy. Yeah. And then they threw like a hot beat on it. Mm-hmm. So, But um, I don't even think there could ever be a kids bop version to that song. How do can. you kids bop that? It's just all beeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wet ass kitty. And then dancing in water. <laughs> <laughs> Wet ass kitty. No, it still sounds crazy. No, you can't say ass, but water and princess. Like yeah. I don't know. Like wet, how do you wet kitty and they'll show like a a, a cat just a cat like just left out, out. Yeah, left outside in the rain. <laughs> because the owners forgot to open the door do to you, let him back in. Did you ever see the kids bop Miss Jackson outcast? Yes, with the little white boy. Yes, I did. He's like see me it. and your daughter. Yeah, Yo. and they show the daughter pulling up in a car. Yeah, the, the like who's side. driving her? In the driver's side. <laughs> Her rebellious ass older sister. Go with your little boyfriend. <laughs> I'm gonna roll up real quick in the car. You, I remember. I did see that shit. You look that up. Look, if you wanna laugh, like look that up. Kids Bob version is the whole an entire video. Yo, and it's an entire video. This of Miss like, Jackson. This little boy looks like a Wish.com version <laughs> of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, he got a little mushroom cut. <laughs> It's always the same guy throughout the whole entire... Like, I don't know that same white kid with blonde hair. Yeah. Same haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like... The the dating... JTT. (laughs) For those of you who are too young... Yeah. He was a up-and-coming... Well, no. He was a prominent child actor in the 90s. Yeah. He was on Home Improvement. Yeah, Home Improvement. He did a couple of Disney movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And where, where is he now? He's, like, really short, too. Is he? Yeah. He was a cutie Where dog. is he now? He, he did not grow. Yeah. No, he, he's still short. He does like stuff here and there. I mean, mm-hmm. hope he's all right. You know, you know the um the cute ones on those shows, those ninety shows. They were always dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like I think because he was kind. I think if I my memory serves me, he on Home Improvement he was like a little dummy. Was he? I thought. I think. Was, or was it his brother? I think it was the older brother who was the dumb one. He it was, was like, a smart one. Oh, was he? Yeah. It was like Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Eric, I thought he was so cute, but I he was a Eric. dummy. Yeah. Feeny! <laughs> That's right. Mr. Show. Squirrels. Mr. Squirrel. <laughs> that was my show. I love that show. Shout yeah. out to you, Ryan. We know you love that show, too. What? Whew. He loves that show. He my out. God. Oh my god! It was to a point where he would come to my house. He wanted to like 
put on it. I'm like, no boy meets world when you come here. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, my week was okay. I'm, I'm hanging on by a string. You didn't any mm. week that you don't see me on News 12 is a good week. Yeah, yeah. you'll see us on News 12. Yeah, is a good week. Also, today, ladies, it's National Beer Day. Woo! Woohoo! I don't drink beer, but you know, I'll I celebrate do. for Alexi here. Thank you. Do you drink beer? Um, I have to be drunk already to drink beer. Yeah. Okay, I hear yeah, that a lot. Yeah. I have a friend who's like that. I'll drink that's beer how that's I know all they she's have. Done. Mm-hmm. Really? That's how I know she's done. I'm like, oh, this bitch is drinking if beer. If that's she's all drunk. they have, or like in baby showers, or I'll yeah. do like an IPA, which is higher. My so girl. I don't. Yeah, man. It's like a 10.9. Yeah. Uh, Great. You know. I'm it a doesn't lady. taste like homeless person. <laughs> Dad, son. <laughs> you know my sister says that. She's like, how do you drink that? It tastes like bum sweat. It Ew. Does. Who, Who even knows? knows? <laughs> Who even knows that? I'll be looking at her like, how do you But that? it's not that you know the taste. It's that you, the smell is now on your like, yeah, oh, it comes okay. out their pores. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it now. Yeah. I guess. That shit is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> now that's all you're smelling? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I got it like right under my nose. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Still going to drink it. <clears throat> It's Stone Cold Steve Austin and I <laughs> to the end. So, you know me with my questions. So, I have some questions. I love questions. Okay, let me ask you, Becky. Uh, do you, cause, all right, are you in a relationship? No. Okay. <laughs> What's your longest relationship? Um, what has been your longest relationship? Three years. Three years? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you consider yourself a jealous person? Yes. Very? Because I saw the look in your eyes. She's like, yes, bitch. I saw the change. I, yeah. think, I think because of the relationships I've been in, I have jealousy issues, if that makes sense. No, I get right. jealous very quickly. They've made you get to that yeah. point. Okay, I get it. Why? Do, like, because of uh, they cheat or yes. because they're friendly, too friendly, flirty? All of the above. <laughs> because, the, yeah, I, I choose great ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at least you took some accountability I do. I, <laughs> some people that don't they would have like they choose me no I know <laughs> so I, I have a question <laughs> so I have a question how do y'all feel about okay how do you feel about your man having a girl best friend it depends like if you met her you know her if I met her and I know her, and I'm cool with her, and I could have that communication with her, like, back the fuck off of my man. That is my man. Make sure this Ooh. is only my man. Mm-hmm. Then, like, if we have that understanding, mm-hmm. then it's different. If it was just, like, who the fuck is this bitch? Why is he always talking to her? So how would you feel about them going out together? Well, like, oh, they're, oh we're just gonna, I'm gonna go out to dinner with uh, Susan, some shit. Let me, let me preface this real quick. What if you meet him... And he's already like, very yeah, good he's friends. already friends with her, right? Like, you happen to like meet a guy. He's like, yo, my best friend's a female. I don't think I really have an issue with that. Okay. Um, because most of my friends are guys, and right. I've, I've mm-hmm. never had issues with the other significant other having issues with me. But then again, you know, they meet me and they're like, oh, he's cool. Like, I've whatever. had that issue, but we'll get to that. I, in a minute. I think it's a little harder for me to judge because of who. Who I've been involved with. Okay. And I know, like, their actions are different than other men. Okay. Um, but I think I would need to... I don't know. I don't want to be a snoop and, like, look around and make sure, like, you don't want to fuck him. Or, like, 
he doesn't want to mm-hmm. fuck you. Got or yeah, something. you could, because like, you, you never know. Right. It could even be like they fucked before and then just like eh, exactly, exactly, and okay. stayed friends because that has also happened. Right. Okay. People have no, fucked like once case. or twice. Right. I know. Yeah. But it has. There's been a situation where like, you know, one person fucks once or twice and then. And we're all. Eh, we're adults. If that if that was something, if you had something, just be upfront with me and tell yeah. me. Would you rather know? I'd rather know mm-hmm. than it be a secret and like that they're hiding it. And then I get it. Like yeah. me, let it be you to decide I, if you exactly. Want to go. I, okay. Just be upfront with me. I'm at the point in my life where I want you to be upfront with me. Like yeah, I, nice, I just, yeah. I just ended my relationship. Mm-hmm. Three years, got engaged, all that fun stuff. I just ended it, and he's with a new girl. And I found out he was with a new girl, but he wasn't upfront with me and couldn't just say like, yeah, I'm with her. He had to go around like, no, I'm not with her. We just had sex. We were just talking. But I know you're with her. So like, just be. Wait, how long did you guys break up? We, I left because we were living together. I left in April. Mm -hmm. I left in April and his new girlfriend, supposedly he just started dating her in June. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> I definitely wouldn't jump into something. Me neither, but that's who he is. Yeah, but um, this is just mm. me. Something already had to been cooking for. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, like you just don't. This well, that's a sane who, person. Yeah, won't. that that's also who he was. That that was our relationship. Um, I don't know if you want to jump into this right now because mm-hmm. it's kind of heavy. But all right, we'll get to that. Yeah, but. I had a situation. I was young. It was not anybody that I was with for a long time, but I was with someone for close to a year. And my best friend, you know, Chu, shout out to Chu. Um, we've been friends for years since I was about 14 years old. And he's like my best friend. He's a male. He's older than me, but we're family. We consider each other family. Never did anything, never done anything, never crossed that line, never thought about it very he's very respectful um but i had a uh an ex that he had an issue with that he's oh you guys always together and i'm like you knew that was my friend before we got together like and it became an issue to where we broke up but it was like always a constant he would be mad at me not talk to me like oh i saw you with him and i'm like listen dude i don't know what to tell you because i'm not ditching him this is my best friend like you have to deal with it or not. Like, you knew this before you we knew got that. together. Right. Exactly. And it's also because that's how the man thinks. They mm-hmm. think you're gonna be doing something. Right. Like, that's your best friend. That's well, who... because they probably think about their girlfriends they might have. And we've had this conversation before when we had Eli here where we previ- we previously discussed whether males and females can be friends mm-hmm. without anything going on. And he made a great point and a lot of people agreed with it that a male and a female can be friends as long as the female doesn't let put it her guard known. down. Yeah, right. let it be known. Like, yeah, come on, let's let's right. step this line. But he's like, yo, as soon as you let it be known that mm-hmm. you drop you're it for down, that second, yeah, they'll be down for mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, mm, it makes sense. Some agree, some don't. But you can see it. You're like, uh. <laughs> we basically have the power. Yeah, in but the friendship. This, I guess in my situation, because we've been friends for over twenty plus years. That's never been a topic of, like, it's not, like, if anything, he's more like a brother to me. Right. Because mm-hmm. we've known each other for that long. He's married now, and, like, he's great. Like, it's not, that's never going to happen. But I also, it's, the males are always more jealous of females. because they They're know very that possessive. Very possessive. 
-hmm. Especially, they're, okay, they're very possessive until you turn around and you're doing the same shit they do. Mm -hmm. And then like, oh shit, she can do that too? Mm -hmm. Like, I could do it ten times better than you. (laughs) Well, but I always say that women can cheat a lot better than than men. I've always said that. Oh, absolutely. And they know it too. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make it right, but... We're more you know. cerebral because mm-hmm. we cheat mentally first before we do physically. Mm-hmm. Totally. With them, it's a very carnal, it's a very primal, black and white. We fucked and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With women, it starts with the conversations. It starts with those, you know, those moments. And then it eventually gets physical. Mm-hmm. What What's your take on, and Lexi and I were discussing this earlier, about females that have only fan pages? I actually wanted to start one. I'm Great. so glad. <laughs> that was gonna. That was actually gonna be my question afterwards. Like, have you ever thought about? Because you know, so glad you I have her on. Up. I have her on Instagram, and some of the things you post, I'm like, yo, Mary yeah. pay a little pretty penny for yeah. those pics. Like, I mean, you can do anything. It could be non-sexual. Exactly. On OnlyFans, it doesn't necessarily need to be. It could just be content that you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if we start an OnlyFans pages, and let's say we're gonna start podcasting topless. We're going to charge for that. Of course. Like, of course. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm not saying I want to spread eagle in front of the camera, but if I'm going to get paid for like one pierced nipple, like mm-hmm. maybe I'll do it. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, girl, I'm yeah. down to one pierced nipple too. I lost the other one. I don't know how. You too? How? Is there like someone stealing? Like, I woke up one day and what are you aggressively removing your clothes? I don't know. I was fully clothed when I woke up. Right. One of the balls came out or something. And the, the, and they close really fast. So I'm down to, to one pierce. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I will mourn the loss but of yeah. your nipple ring. Okay, so <laughs> the whole OnlyFans thing, I'm glad you brought that up because someone shared something on Facebook, someone who's related to me, and it really pissed me off, for lack of a better word. I'm going to read the post. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, someone named Montana... Of 300. Montana of 300, this is women who have OnlyFans accounts. He says, Women who have an OnlyFans will never find a true king who genuinely likes, loves you. You are automatically disqualified. A queen carries herself as such at all times. Already moving that way before she met her king. Act like a peasant for the public and kings will treat you that way. So then... After I chewed him a new asshole, <laughs> first things first, OnlyFans isn't only to sell sexual content. You can have an OnlyFans, basically. Mm-hmm. If you have an audience who's into a specific thing, mukbang, anything. I've thought about doing that for ASMR. Yeah, ASMR is another mm-hmm. thing. Secondly, who the fuck are you to say to tell a woman, oh, you're not good enough because you have an OnlyFans? Why? Because your SoundCloud page never jumped off, so you <laughs> feel a type of way? <laughs> That a woman was able to monetize whatever she has to offer. Mm-hmm. I just hate the idea of men thinking it's okay to belittle women and treat a woman a certain way because she's doing something for herself. Right. Mm-hmm. It's okay for a man to watch porn, but you can't be a porn star. Yeah. It's yeah. okay for a man to go to a strip club, but you can't be a stripper. Mm-hmm. It's okay for a man to pay for sex, but you can't, you know, be a sex worker. Right. Well, because people pay to men, you know, with people, 
they pay too much too much attention to a society thinks yeah. about women that do those things that have OnlyFans pages yeah. that are strippers that are escorts that are and it's like that's none yeah your... I'm really like I'm really big on like pro sex work yeah I was we just pro female yeah. lib pro like as long as you're not hurting yourself for others you could do whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. cut it out it's yep. like for example like the video came out with Cardi and Megan and a thousand people have something to say about it like yeah. oh they just set women back uh, 200 years and it's like but wait what no, no they didn't no they didn't because you're still listening to that music she just got money from what you just did yeah. you yeah. still have a comment on her artwork that she just produced and gave to you mm-hmm. and like, one of the yeah one of the biggest proponents of women's liberation and the women's movement is sexual acceptance sexual mm-hmm. liberation being in charge of your own body. Yep. Exactly. If you as a man, you're that insecure, you need to look at yourself and you're not a fucking king. Mm-hmm. So go write about it in your journal. I just had to get that out there because, yo, There's I saw some the men post. That, there are some men that are not like that. There's a lot of yeah, men that of are not course. like that. I yeah, of course. But I'm mm-hmm. talking about the men, the men that are. Who think that they make you feel ashamed yeah. to be sexual and yeah. to embrace your sexuality. And it's like. My man's no, like I shouldn't be ashamed of that. But they want you to do it in front of them. Yeah, they want you to explore it in front of them yes. because exactly. they're mm-hmm. more important. Yeah. They care too much about what society thinks, and mm-hmm. I am like about you I'm being with a woman whole, like yeah. that. I'm all against the whole social construct. So, oh, she is big time. I'm not <laughs> with the whole like. She don't be with the shits. No, I know you had you were very opinionated about uh, Meek Mills. Yeah. Girlfriend. Whole, okay. Because everyone's saying like, oh, now you're a baby mama instead of being a wife. And who says... You could have been a wife. Who says Who's, being a wife is the greatest thing in the world? Wife is just a piece of paper. Exactly. I look at... Okay. I hate when, especially towards women, oh my God, you got married. Congratulations. Like, it's a big social accomplishment. This is just me. If you think marriage is great, then um, I'm sorry to hear that, but all power to you, I guess. <laughs> Look at marriage. She be or, coming for me. Look, look <laughs> at getting married the same way you look at doing your taxes. Okay. You do your taxes. Do you have a big party when you do your taxes? No. no. You do them. Depends how much I'm getting back. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, we ready to ball them. out. Like, we ready to ball out. I just hate, like, because, you know, if you're a Latina woman of a certain age or even a woman of any woman of a certain age and you're not married and you're not meeting those, I guess, societal milestones, automatically it's something wrong with you. But what if I don't want to comply to what you think is the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Does, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not adhering to the man's standards. Well, especially us that we're Latinas, we're of yeah. a certain age, we don't have children. We're not that's, married. That's a number one question. I don't yeah. know about you. Well, I mean, we're, we're older than you, but... Um, we get that a lot. All the I'm, time. I'm mixed. So my dad's Jamaican and Christian, and my mom is... Long while! Oh, shit! <laughs> That's why I <smoke> so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> my mom is Greek and Turkish and Sephardic Jew. Oh, wow. So What a mix. Yeah. So when my parents first like started their relationship, when they were first going to get married... My dad was like, I'm going to convert to Judaism. Okay. My yeah, because Judaism is carried is on through the, the woman. Through the woman. So my mom's biggest thing, like I was never brought up Jewish and never went to temple, never did any of that. My mom's biggest thing was always, why do I need to talk to God in a different language for him to understand that I'm talking to God? So she was just like, I don't want you to convert to Judaism. We're going to teach our kids to do it both ways. 
So my whole entire life, it's just been Christmas and Hanukkah and all the that's Jewish dope. holidays. Yeah, oh, I like that. So, yeah, that it gives is... you the, the choice to say, you know what? I kind of dig this more than this. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So like with that, like in Jewish religion, like in my on my mom's side, they expected my mom to get married when she was 25, have a bunch of kids and call it a day. But she had me when I was when she was thirty eight, I think. Really? Wow. Yeah. And oh, she that always gives me so much hope. Yeah. She had my brother at thirty six. <laughs> she had me at thirty eight, and always told my brother and I that she had a whole life before she had she my had brother her and I. Kids, right. That's how it so, should be. Yeah. So like, I was jumping to get married because I love the guy. Whatever he wonderful woo, but <laughs> yeah. I at least had my mom to look at and be like. I don't have to go through like what society expects me to do. All of my friends that I went to college with are now engaged or pregnant or like doing something. You kind of always feel that extra pressure too. Like exactly. everyone's settling down, everyone's getting, everyone's having kids. I know I, at one point I felt like, oh my god, everyone's having kids. I, don't get me wrong, I really do want children. Mm-hmm. That's something that I, I really, really want. That's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. If you don't want kids, then we can't date. Mm-hmm. We can't be together. But. Yeah, I felt that pressure at one point. Like, everyone's having kids. All my friends are having kids. Like, I need to have kids. And now I'm more, like, chill about it. Like, you know, if it happens, it happens. It would suck if it doesn't. Right. But it's something that, you know. I had to teach myself to not say, holy shit, whenever my friends would tell me they were pregnant. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, yo, this is what we wanted. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So you're not freaking out. (laughs) They're like, no, we're good. I'm like, it's just planned. It was kind of planned. Congratulations. Is that what I'm supposed it's to say? Not an oopsie. It's a good yeah. baby. Because yeah. I remember, like, one of my friends was like, "I'm pregnant." I'm like, "Oh my god, what are you gonna do?" She's like, "I'm married. <laughs> we planned for this." I'm like, "I'm actually." When did you get married? I'm actually at the stage now that if I were to tell Lexi I'm pregnant, she's gonna be like, "By who?" I'm like, <laughs> "Which one?" No, I'm gonna be like, "In um, what was it knocked up?" He's like, "With emotion." With emotion. I'm like, no, bitch, I'm pregnant. Pregnant, like. With child. <laughs> I will rear your child. So I had a reading the other day and she told me that I would have a kid when I was 29 or 30 with my soulmate. Mm. So now that's something to not look forward to because I have baby fever every other week. But <laughs> girl, they at told, least they no, told me I don't have to rush for it. <laughs> they told me my soulmate was going to be uh, famous. <laughs> Let's see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> He's not born yet. <laughs> but yeah so i've been fighting with everybody all day she could tell you like she has she be coming for everybody on social media i get reckless (laughs) okay this is gonna be all right so you all for only fans okay i am what 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 content what kind of content would you want to have on your only fans i don't know i mean i could sell the pictures i have on instagram (laughs) okay yeah she puts a lot of a swimsuit yeah. Okay, but I'm you can't I'm very suit. confident in my body now, as you should be. And like with everything I've been through, it's like that extra confidence that I have. Good. So I keep posting shit, and I really like as many messages as I get that say like I post a lot. I know I post a lot. I'm sitting at home doing nothing. I'm gonna be posting a lot. That's There's nothing fine. You to can do. do that. <laughs> I'm gonna post every toe next. But <laughs> <laughs> I I like posting pictures. Do you get a lot of men in your DMs? I'm sure. I ignore a lot of things. Like, I don't talk to people. Mm -hmm. I talk to people that I know are genuine people. And, Mm -hmm. like, that. But, like, some DMs that I get are just like, oh, let me take you out. Let me do. Like, no, I don't want it. Take you out where, sir? We're in the middle of a pandemic. I can't go anywhere. (laughs) 
like let's just social distance. I'm social distancing. You're there. I'm, I'm here. here. We can stay this distance. <laughs> I want to be a little closer. <laughs> Move a couple states. That's it. You're not even close. You know what's the new thing now? Now that you say like social distancing, FaceTime dates. Yes. Yeah, I know. That's been a like I have a, a friend. Thing. He went on like three FaceTime dinner dates. Yeah. Like they that's would very, te- yeah. That's creative. Whoever came up with that, it's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they would text each other like know. what to eat. It's like good what that you're not yeah, that's cute. Or they can like <laughs> Uber your food and that's, that's what he did. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really that's cute. cute. I, I it like is that. food bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. I, I'm, I'm on Bumble now. I don't really know how this works, so I haven't tried anything. The women have the yeah. right. The women have. The, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like to have control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started like chatting with some Dominican from uh, Upper East Side. Oh, mm. Mm, yeah. It's a little out of your <laughs> realm. It is very much. You saw my face when you said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. Yeah, no. I have a type according to Lexi. No, not according. Like according to I've everyone that I knows have a type you. <laughs> the what minute, is your type? Let's put it like this: okay. If we're in a group, like we're out, and I see a group of guys, she's like, "Oh, he's cute." I already know who she's talking about. <laughs> your eyes already go to that. I'm like, how would he look? What, yeah, <laughs> tall. Okay. Beard, tattoos. Okay. Yeah. I smile. Yeah. Yeah. Thuggy Definitely no? be. Uh, I used to be into thugs heavy. Yeah. I used to be into street dudes heavy. Yeah. I have we had to be a street dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been my okay, my past three relationships, because I had a relationship in between this relationship. Um <laughs> Yes, Becky. Oops. My bad. <laughs> um, um No apologies. <laughs> Listen, he could do the same shit. I could do it too. Yeah. (laughs) We're both human. Um, But I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) What the fuck? Street dudes. Street Street dudes. Oh, last two boyfriends have been street dudes and look exactly alike. Really? Exactly. Like, just got out of jail. Big beard, short, tattoos, balding or bald. See, I won't fuck with anyone that just got out of jail, though. I didn't know. Okay. Until after the fact, and like, oh, I have to go to probation. And I'm like, oh, fun. You're cool. Wow. Let, me, you, let, me, let me use your address, mom. That curved dick, with yeah. you. <laughs> that curved yeah. dick was not that good. Um, next one. What? It Ooh. wasn't curved? It was. It was? It was not fiance, boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I like yes. that. <laughs> I hope he doesn't Wait, hear so this. you said the curved one wasn't good? It was. It was good. Oh, it curved upward? I don't even remember. Oh, so it wasn't that good, it girl. It wasn't. I, I will remember some good dick. <laughs> it's going to be like it's a tit- in the Titanic with the old lady. It's like, it's been 86 years. It's been 86 years since I had a curved one. <laughs> Grandma, what are you thinking about? Haiti's going to be like, this big dick I had back in 2020. <laughs> I can still feel it. <laughs> oh. Sit here, young lady. Let me tell you about the devil dick I had in 20, 2008. It was on. <laughs> 2020 quarantine. It had, it had your grandma calling about 20 times back to back. <laughs> all the quarantine babies are going to hear, hear all these stories. Mm-hmm. Yo. I was that kind of crazy. I did that I did that bullshit of like calling with my ex though. Like I'm going to do that with somebody I'm just strictly fucking. And even now at this age, I'm old. Like I don't have that kind of energy who to be like, like hounding you if like you don't end like I can't I can't do that now. Yo, they call Thank me God one time. Up, they call me one time for a reason. 
I call you once, you don't answer, fuck you. Yeah. You now I have that kind of attitude. I'm good. I have that kind oh. of attitude. Like, if I call you once and you don't pick up and you don't ever acknowledge the fact that I called you and it's like, yo, I saw you call me, like, or call me back, never calling you again. That's like this new guy that yeah. I'm talking to. He hangs up on me. And it annoys the, like, goofing. We're fa- on FaceTime and I say some stupid shit and then he hangs up on me. It bothers the absolute fuck out of me. And I'm just like, I will not but answer But why does he do that? I don't even know. Like, I can't even give you a, a scenario where it just like conversation ends and he just want to hang wants to hang up the phone, mm-hmm. but randomly hangs up the phone, and then I get pissed off, so I just don't answer him for like mm-hmm. a good hour, and then it's like, oh, okay, now you don't want to talk. You didn't want to talk either. You just oh, fucking hung up on me. Yeah, I wouldn't speak to him for three days. I the would. Fuck? I would just <laughs> take a cap to your house to punch you in the face. Right. Yeah. Like I, I've I've come to the conclusion and after speaking with females and just noticing for myself the meaner you are to men the more they like you mm-hmm. i was i put it to the test right i've yeah. been nice and you want to act funny okay so let me just go down the mean route and i get a better response i'm on that mean route with this ex-fiance of mine right now like the, i gave i sent him a gold i showed you before i sent him a gold star after his text message because he sent me cookies that he baked. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Gold star. That was so teacherish of you. Gold yeah. star. What, what, what do you want from me? You can't answer me. I still want my shit. I don't want to go to the apartment. I just want my shit. And you can't answer. So I'm not going to talk. Why do I need to open communication? Mm-hmm. This is not my path yeah. anymore. No. Yeah. I can't. There's no understanding. Certain men. But, but Becky, yeah. So... We actually invited you on here today because you have a very uh, interesting story. Something that happened to you. Yeah. And we discussed it briefly. We didn't go too in detail, but um, I didn't want to ask too much because I actually wanted you to talk about it on mm-hmm. here. So, yeah. So, we touched on the fact that you went on vacation. Yeah. So, um, I keep bringing up my fiance because, like I said before, we just ended... Our engagement, I think, in April or March, whenever I moved out. Mm -hmm. Um, But we went to Mexico to rekindle our relationship. We were in quarantine for a little while. Not, no, quarantine didn't happen yet. We were just, I was at work all the time. He was being a piece of shit, and we were fighting every other week. So Mm -hmm. we were just like, let's go on vacation. Let's enjoy some time. And we have... Yeah. Right, just to get out of New York, do something. We have two timeshares so this timeshare gave us um three vacations so they gave us to mexico to cancun and to las vegas okay so i had a whole big argument with the company um and they finally set us up to where we had our mexico vacation and then came home for like a day or like an hour and then went right onto the plane and went to las vegas oh nice yeah that was supposed to be the plan the plan okay hey until we get to mexico this was this year, right? This year. Okay. February 25th, I was supposed to go... Well, February 25th, we went to Mexico. And then on February 29th, I believe it was supposed to be, we were supposed to go to Vegas. It was like three days or something in Mexico and then chill in New York for a little and go to Las Vegas. Um, so on the 25th, we got to Mexico. Our room wasn't ready. So we do as any traveler does in a resort. We went to the beach. 
we had we chilled there for a little we went jet skiing um had some drinks and this is only i think our room still wasn't ready so this was within like the first two or three hours of being mexico um and then we had drinks i knew i didn't get drunk because i didn't want to drink that much and i know he has a really high tolerance for alcohol because he's the kind of person that'll drink a whole bottle of whiskey and then still drive home and be i'm not saying that's good but he has a high tolerance he has a high tolerance he is capable of doing things like coherently while intoxicated um, so I knew I didn't want to drink because I know how I get when I'm drunk. Um, so we met some people, um, we were hanging at the bar with them and then we were just like, let's go to dinner. Um, dinner started at nine o'clock. We found out our room was ready at like four thirty. We didn't go to the room yet because we were still enjoying our time with these people that we met. Um, and then the next thing I remember is waking up in the hotel room with El, uh, I don't want to say his name with E we could just say E with okay. my ex-fiance um, screaming my baby my baby me on the floor sobbing and screaming they raped me because within that period of time of me going us deciding like let's get changed to go to dinner um, and like my fiance and I going back to the hotel room to get ready to do all of that. I guess I was drugged. I don't know. I don't remember. Either I'm blanking out or something. Um, but we separated. And three hotel security staff members um, sexually assaulted me. And then he called front uh Security, not security. I guess like hotel, the concierge. Right, like the concierge to tell them like this is what happened. Um, so they call the police. The police then arrest us because it was not the hotel security. It must have been my fiance that did that to me. Meanwhile, I'm walking around in a bloody towel um, with bruises all over my legs, everything. And the um, doctor that came into the room was like, "No, nothing's wrong with you." So still being in the hotel room um we got arrested they said it was domestic violence and that he must have done it um the police then arrested me for saying that i was super um intoxicated and causing a scene in the hotel even though i'm sitting in the hotel room um and they pretty much locked me up for saying that i was raped Um, On the way to the jail, the female police officer totally assaulted me, black eye, everything, like, to the point where my eye was closed shut. Right. I saw the the picture. Yeah. Yeah. You were were really bad. It was badly beaten. Like, if you look at my eye, the the lighting is kind of not great. But if you look at my eye here, you can kind of see the pink around it. Yeah. You still have marks. Yeah. That's from the bruise, from the police. Um, and no one believes me. <laughs> so the whole, like the whole entire time we're in Mexico, um, there's still more to this story. I'm, I'm getting there eventually, but there's a lot of like other parts to it that have to, yeah. um, so on the way to the prison, the female officer that was in the back with me was punching my face, um, 
and pretty much I just said, fuck it, I'll just take it. Like, I'm just going to sit here and take this the whole time. Um, so, when we got to the prison, um, my ex-fiance was locked up in a jail cell with other males, and then they took me into questioning. There was a female judge that kept telling me to change my story, that the female police officer, one, did not do anything, and two, I was not sexually assaulted. And previously to that, like including everything while my ex-fiance was on the way to jail, because we were in two separate cars, they stole $2,000 from him. Um, we were in jail, I was in jail for 16 hours. Um, and he had to go find a Western Union about 50 miles away. So they had him walking the streets of Mexico to go find an ATM for them to, for him to get my, my, uh, bail money pretty much, which was pretty much my ransom because I was locked up <laughs> for a long time in my bathing suit still. And the only way I had anything covering me was I was wearing his hoodie that he brought because they took him to the hotel to get our belongings because the hotel kicked us out. On top of the hotel kicking us out, the hotel also charged us $300 for the blood in the room. The blood in the room was from the police officers that took my head and slammed my head on the tile floors. <laughs> and I know I'm laughing about it, but it's like I, I can keep saying this story over and over and over again and then just know like I'm not getting anything out of this I, I can't they asked me in Mexico if I wanted to do any um rape kits or anything there and I was like what what do I have to do of course I want to get something done they're like oh you have to stay in Mexico I was like fuck no I would love to go back to America where like I know I'm gonna get proper care um so when I got back to America we went on the 25th. We got back to America on the 27th because we had um, we got out of jail the morning of the 26th, I believe. And then the 27th, the because um, we went back to the airport to see if we can change our flights. Um, the manager of the ho of the airport actually got us a hotel elsewhere so that we can keep our flight following day and go back on the same day so we didn't have to pay thousands of dollars okay um but they broke his fingers my ex-fiance's fingers um to make it look like he was the one that did it so he had broken knuckles um he had they punched his face a couple of times they were continuously punching him to make sure it looked like domestic violence like my bruises were from him um I, I can say, I, I keep saying, like, my ex-fiance, my ex-fiance, because I have to, like, process, like, my ex. I do love him and love what he did for me, but then it became, like, a shit show of, like, abuse from then. So it's, like, I love you, but I hate you. Um, but he pretty much saved me, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and coming back to New York at NYU where I got my rape kit done, the doctor that was there was like, this is the worst case we've seen. Um, and he's been in medicine for like the past 12 years. Mm -hmm. So it's like me walking into a hospital and then, then saying like, 
holy shit, I've never seen this before. You look absolutely horrible. Like, I looked... I, you saw the pictures. If I showed yeah, you the I pictures, you would... I looked like I was wearing that mask on my head. It was really... Helmet, rather. It was really bad. Um, and... The um, doctors in New York are like, this is the worst thing we've ever seen. Luckily, Bellevue Hospital does give um, victim treatment. Mm-hmm. So, like, they do have counseling. They have, I was on the preventative AIDS medication for three weeks, I think, or a month. Yeah. And then had to go back just to make sure I didn't have anything. But I don't trust the U.S. Embassy in Mexico. So if anyone is traveling to Mexico, just be careful. Um, mm-hmm. Because the people that are supposed to be there for U.S. citizens in different countries are not going to give you that support that you need because this was like one of the things that's ingrained in my head is the person that's supposed to be there helping me get out of the situation is standing in front of me asking me how do you know you were raped meanwhile i'm sitting in a towel with my blood with bruises all over my legs and you're telling me to cover up like i've been here for the past 15 hours i've been in and out of sleep sleeping on this like wooden not even wouldn't, it was cement, mm-hmm. cement thing, and you're asking me how I know I was raped. I'm not here because I'm having fun, and this is what I wanted to do in Mexico. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. That is. There's a lot. That is just That's insane. insane. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so what's the status on that case now? Like, that's just something that you just it's have just... to come back and. Yeah, um. I can't get a lawyer in America because it's a Mexican case. Mm -hmm. Um, I was told that I can't file anything. I can't look for who did it because now I've gotten the the, um, kit done in America. So pretty much the rape cases, like that guy's, those people are free and they can do whatever the fuck they want now. And what lawyers in America were telling me was like Mexicans are for Mexicans. Yeah they will fend for their Mexican citizens. If the American citizen or if a female was assaulted, they're not going to like go back to it to make sure they figure out who did it. Because Mexican law is they have to physically see the person laying on top of you to say, yes, that was the person that raped you. You're now like... You, there's no DNA. There's no, you don't go by DNA nothing, evidence. Nothing. And they're like, it takes months to figure something like that out. So why would wow. I want to stay in Mexico for months? Why, why Why? am I now the crazy one for not wanting to file anything? Even though you're telling me I now have to sit in another jail to now do all of these tests. They basically discouraged the whole process. Exactly. Exactly. And all I wanted to do was get back to home. Something that I knew was safe. Because right now, where I am, you go, to, you go to a different country. They always tell you, go to an all-inclusive resort. Go someplace that there's not a lot of citizens i guess where there's a lot of tourists where there's you know it's safe yeah i went to the safest location and this is what happened Mm -hmm. who do i trust and like it it was fascinating going into the airport and like coming back home and like telling a mexican citizen the story and like what happened and showing them my face because it was still like brand new and you had to travel and i had to travel back home and our flight was delayed at least six hours so I was sitting in an airport looking like freaking I 
Rocky Balboa. I, I don't even know, but it was not pretty. And I had to fight with the um, airline staff because they fucked something up and they wanted to give us food vouchers. And like, I was just to the point where I'm sitting here in sunglasses. It is 9 p.m. I should not have sunglasses on. Look at my fucking face. I just want to go home. Yeah. And you're sitting here arguing with me. I really don't give a fuck what you have to say. Like, this is what your people and your police have done. And you're telling me you're going to call the police? What are they going to do? They already did it. Mm-hmm. Like, how? <laughs> fuck you, too. <laughs> so let me ask you, was your ex drugged as well? I don't know. I, I really honestly have no clue. Because all I know from his standpoint and from what he's told me is that he was banging on the door next door to us. Because we didn't yet go to the hotel room. We didn't know anything about the room. I don't know how I got to my room. We didn't look at our luggage, nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's the first, like... Yeah. There's just that time yeah. that you just... It, it well, was... when you get roofied, you lose, like, yeah. a, a portion And that's what I don't know. We were, we were drinking the same thing. So his thing right after was, if you were roofied, I must have been roofied, too. But I know everything. Like, he knew everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. but I like totally blank don't remember anything my bruises and everything do not look like something that like I tripped and fell and got this it looks like I was physically assaulted yeah you know uh, you, and you, you know tell- your but yeah. come on us females we know when of we course. just finished getting penetrated you know the That's feeling. That's exactly yeah. my point. When people say, how do you know? We, we know, know the feeling that we have when we've been penetrated. That, that's exactly it. When we the know lady, our bodies. Right. Exactly. When, when she was asking me, like, how do you know? I was looking at her like, are you really, like, this is the conversation we're having right now. I, I would just like a cold bottle of water because I still haven't gotten that yet because all of the cards that keep walking by want to give me Mexican water and I'd rather not shit in a Mexican prison right now. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't how we're doing things but then we come home and shit hits the fan and now i'm gone wow yeah that is the the people that you were hanging out with at the resort when you guys initially got there were they also traveling or were they like locals no they were traveling also everything happens in the hotel like we didn't leave the hotel um they were also visitors there with us um, and then we were going to meet up with them for dinner. Okay. So that's the last thing you remember. That is the last thing I remember. Did you get, did you make it to dinner? Oh no, you no. were going to meet up with them. We were going to meet up. So with you them. remember being at the bar and then from the bar, you just remember being at. Yeah. I don't remember any conversation that I had with them with that. I separated from my ex, like that. I, we weren't together. Like I wasn't with him walking to the room. Last thing you remember, you were with him. Yeah. At the bar. And every, every way, like, I try to think, like, what the fuck happened. He told me before, um, when I was still living with him, he told me I was screaming in my sleep that, like, some So you guys went back, he says you guys went back to the room after the bar? He says we were walking back to the room and that I left him. And I know I don't, like, we're walking back to the room. Why would I leave you? We're going back together to go get changed, to go eat. Mm Mm-hmm. So it didn't make, it doesn't make any bit of it's sense It's so out to of me. character. It, it's so like, not like me at all. Especially since if you don't know me, like when I first got here, I was a little awkward and like timid. Yeah. I'm not that much of a person. A people, people person. person. Right. I, I'm not 
the type of person to go like join other people and join their conversation. Yeah. And he is. So okay. if anything, he would be the one to leave me, but that still wouldn't make sense to me because I would just follow him and we're not going like and you're it. in a different country right. too. Yeah. Right. It, it just, I can't connect those dots and I don't want to say like, Oh, it must have been him because right now I'm on that total vindictive, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go fuck yourself trip. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it does. It just doesn't make sense to even. Yeah, to go through all of that in a foreign right. country. Yeah. Doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense for someone to do that. I'm like, that's just so crazy. So do you think that, okay, did you interact like with the bartender? Do you remember if the bartender was like a male, female? The bartenders were male. Okay. Yeah, um, we were hanging out with the bartenders, but I they were ordering a lot of shots, but I wasn't taking them. And like after, maybe I had, I think I had like two shots, and then I was like, I'm done. Like I know for a fact I said I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then you I woke know up. Your and limits. The, right. I I know my limits. I know I didn't want to be uncomfortable for dinner. I didn't want to go crazy. Uh, that's not the point of this vacation. And then this shit happened. <laughs> Wow. Have you have you went to like therapy afterwards after all of I'm still looking for a therapist. Um Mm -hmm. I actually had to so because I don't want to say because of this, but since that incident happened, um, he became abusive. Yeah. So the scar under Physically abusive? The scar under my eye is from him. Um, so I'm kind of getting it removed. But um, I stopped eating for a while. So I lost about like 40 pounds since February 26th. Incident, right. Yeah. So I um, put myself into an eating disorder clinic just to start getting a better relationship with food again. So I can eat and like get back into being healthy ish because I wasn't healthy I was losing weight too quickly um but then I stopped so now I'm just in that like weird I need a therapist I need something because I'm back at home with my parents Mm -hmm. and my dad is sick so that's another stressor so it's just like on top of everything on top of everything that's been going on yeah wow and what is the reason for I mean, there's never any good, good reason, reason for, for abuse. Domestic abuse. Yeah, ever. Um, but what what do you think brought that on? Do you think it's the the stress of what happened, what took place in Mexico? So do you think he blames you? Do you th- you know? It's um, it's funny that you started off with being jealous because he's a very jealous person. Mm-hmm. So we were driving, we got engaged in December, the end of December, um, in Disney, and we were driving back to New York. First time he ever put his hands on me was on the way back to New York. And he saw that someone hit me up on Snapchat, got very like defensive and aggressive and like, what the fuck, who is this? Why are you talking to somebody else? And that was his reaction, was to put his hands on me. Um... And then he promised after Mexico. It's me saying it out loud, like, normal people are like, why the fuck didn't you get out of it? Or why did you stay in it? But it's very hard to stay in it. It's very hard to keep, like, 
try to pull yourself out of it when you just keep wishing for the best out of the out of the people that are doing all these bad things to you. Um, and I don't want to give him excuses as to why he does the things he does, but I know something has to be fixed in his mind right. for why he's doing what he does. Um, because he has his own past and his own his own demons, yeah, fucking mm-hmm. broken as shit that he really needs to get fixed. But Becky is no longer there to be the push that gets him fixed because mm-hmm. I tried to be, and that just fucked me up more. And I know this last time that he hit me was because he went through my phone and saw that I was like, oh yeah, the next time I get into a fight with him, you can come over. But it wasn't me saying, yes, come right now and fuck me while my fiance is gone because we're having a fight. Mm -hmm. It was more of, he is not home. I know he is not sleeping in my house. I know he must be doing something. So why the fuck can't I do the same thing he's doing? Mm -hmm. So you were in a very, very toxic toxic relationship because at some point you felt like you wanted to do the same things back to him and he was being physically abusive and And so forth. Of course, because of everything, being depressed doesn't help anything. So you get suicidal, and then being suicidal is like, oh shit, maybe this is the the eye opener that I should probably leave and get like my sanity back. Right. Because it wasn't helping out for for him to. What made me leave was for him to say like, I want to spend time with my daughter. Meanwhile, I'm always the one watching your kid. I'm always the one, my Becky, my Becky, because she loves me. And wants to hang out with my Becky. But now you want to spend time with her because she's up my butt. And doesn't want to spend time with daddy. Mm-hmm. That's not my fault. Right. That, that's me being the stepmother I'm going to be if you're wanting to marry me. Yeah. That That's Absolutely. me taking on my role as the you're mother. You're taking that initiative. She doesn't have her mother here. I'm her mother in my home. You're in my home. Mm-hmm. So how is that an issue? So he told me to leave and like for him to spend time. And I was like, really? Okay, awesome. I'll leave. Went back to Lower East Side, spoke to his friend and his friend was like, Becky, you deserve better. And this is coming from his close friend to say like, you don't deserve this. This is not who you should be with. You're a great person, whatever wonderful speech people give. And I left. Mm-hmm. And my shit's still there. And it was kind of, um, that's kind of a loss I'm willing to take. I'd rather take myself out of the situation. You'd rather have peace of mind, trust me. Absolutely. There's no price for that. I took my cat out of that house. I just, and now it's the, I still need my shit, my clothes, my sneakers, whatever. But it's not that important to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I could care less about my clothes. I could care less about you talking to me about, talking about, your day and how your kid is doing i don't really care anymore i gave that's all one of my that's one of those um toxic relationships that everything needs to be cut yeah, yeah. like everything. no contact yeah. no communication like honestly you've been through enough mm-hmm. this year like this year has been rough on everyone but that in, you, of itself. That in itself that situation it's like you need to work on you because you're There's still a lot healing. Of, right. You're that's, still healing that's emotionally, exactly, yeah. mentally, physically, because you said you're, you're like working on getting the scar removed that's mm-hmm. under your eye. Yeah. And the tattoos I got the other day, the snake is actually covering um, a scar I had from handcuffs. 
from Mexico. So I just wanted like I wanted a fresh start. I wanted mm-hmm. something to not remind me that every single thing I did, like that reminds me of something and that gets my anxiety like insane is because I did it with him or for him or because of him. And it's just like I need that step back. Once I heard that he has a new girlfriend, I was like, thank you. Like that that is my saving grace that you now have someone else to be around and to keep hitting up and it me knowing it's not me. Yeah, because even if you start the healing process, just having that contact is like taking it's a regression. Two it's steps, a regressive. Yeah, yeah. You're taking two steps forward and you're taking five steps back. Mm-hmm. Like you're just gonna continue in that vicious cycle and I feel you because I've been myself I've been in that vicious cycle myself with an ex, but once you have that peace of mind, you're never going to want to go back. I mean, it, it's, I, I talk about the relationship that I had with him and it's like a lot of the things that I go over, I'm like, why the fuck did I keep pushing? <laughs> did I keep doing these things? You loved them. You I, were I in did. a space where you loved them and deep down you thought, you know what, we can work past this. Yeah, I loved I loved him. I saw the person that I thought he wanted to be and you saw potential exactly and I, I was Glimmers always of it mm-hmm. right and I was always pushing to be like for him to see that yeah you should open your fucking food truck that you want because this is what you want you should not be doing what a 20 something year old should be doing like this is not your career path what you're doing right now yeah this is not what you should be doing for the rest of your life and you love your daughter so much you should probably figure yourself out and like try to do something for yourself so you know you're good. And if you don't care about yourself, care about your fucking daughter, who's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. That's usually how it is, though. When we love someone, we want better for them. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, sometimes being with them is not what's better for them. Like, I was so Haiti, the right pair of shoes and the wrong size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What are some of the things, like some of the effects of your incident and just the domestic violence relationship? And um, I think the domestic violence relationship definitely opened my eyes to other relationships and other like just conversationally keeping in guard up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely taken a step back to, like normally if I break up with someone I'm that person to jump right into the next thing and start talking to someone and like I love you I want to be with you let's cuddle and mm-hmm. make babies but <laughs> now it's just like yes I'm talking to someone yes he's an amazing person yes I, I can say I love you because you're treating me how I should have been treated but I'm not jumping for you I'm jumping for myself. This is my my time to. You gotta put yourself first. Exactly, honey. it's my my time to grow. I I haven't had that. I've been with this guy my majority of my twenties, and I want to be able to have my twenties back. I as you should have four more years left to be three more years, four three whatever it is, <laughs> left to be twenty in my twenties. So I want to at least enjoy that and. This is just me growing and seeing, like, this is not what you should get out of a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Out of a, uh, someone that you want to be exactly. with. And, and you should always have, like, you know, like a checklist of things that you would want in a potential partner. 
And right? I, I did. I was just. And we always say like we always say like five things, and you should I call, always okay, find so, someone. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big baseball fan, and one of the things I had Haiti do in baseball, we have something called a five tool player. This is like the perfect baseball player. He has all the all the ideal skills needed to succeed in playing baseball. So I Haiti and I did like this activity where we built ourselves the five tool boyfriend or partner and one of the things that we would always go back and forth about is does the perfect person for you exist and before she can even finish i said no but not because you know oh no it's not a real thing but because perfection is objective Mm -hmm. it's subjective rather what's perfect for me is going to be a complete disaster for you one of the things that i always make a point is to prioritize okay I'm not going to get all five. These are my top three. Any baseball player has a three for five day. That's a great game. That's a good day. That's a great day. So if I can get three out of the five, then I'm good to go. I think like in your case, because honey, you're young, you're beautiful. You got a lot of, you're very self-aware. You know what you need to do. You have so many great things going for you. That's the first big step. Make a list of the five things you want yourself to be. Yeah. As a person, as a woman, mm-hmm. as an educator, like, this is what I want. And I, for yourself. Something for that yourself. you can give yourself. Something that no one else can give you. Yeah. And I think no one else can ever provide for you. That's, that's my biggest thing. Like, I'm taking medical leave for next year. Okay. Just so I can get my mind right. As you should. Like, I, I, I know I can't teach my students the no. knowledge that they need. If I know I can sit back and look at them and just have a mental breakdown because that's where I am in my life. It's a that, disservice to you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how, you know, it's you, a disservice to me. It's a disservice to them. Absolutely. Like I'm very for my kids need to learn how they need to learn. If I'm doing it in person, I do it in person, whatever, I'll get sick, but they still need someone there to advocate for them. Absolutely. And if I'm not there personally, like mentally, to advocate and to be their advocate, then I don't want to be there. I can't be there. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, um, you need to be able, like you stated, you need to be right mentally. Mm-hmm. You're teaching children, teaching, you know, seven adolescent, to 12 grade yeah. adolescent kids. You need to be right mm-hmm. mentally to yeah. be able to, to teach these kids. Because if not, and you said anxiety. Anxiety is something that will... Anything can trigger it. Anything. You can like, you can be having a great day and something will trigger that anxiety that, and it just hits. The second I saw the 718 number pop up on my phone, I was like, I know it's this piece of shit. I just blocked that number and got a new phone number. Why, why do I see a 718 number right now? And mm-hmm. it wasn't him, but <laughs> it still got my heart racing. Like, what the fuck? Why can't I catch my break? Where is my break? <laughs> yeah. And it, it's... That's a that's a real thing. Yeah. That is yeah. a real fucking thing. Yeah. That is so true. I wish I could say it's going to get easier and it's going to be, you know, great from here. But it's just you got to take it one day. Mm-hmm. One freaking day. Because if you think you start thinking long term, like, oh, my God, a year from now, like, what is it? No, just wake up, get through the day. Yeah. Do it again the next day. And then you'll be able to find yourself at least in a better mindset to do what you have to do. 
And it kind of sucks because this whole pandemic yeah. and mm-hmm. That's just not being helping. so restricted from doing so many things. Typically on a good day, let's say no pandemic right now. What would you do to kind of get your mind right? Probably go for a walk mm-hmm. and walk the FDR because I live close to the FDR. Um, the drive. Um, but I've spent a lot of time with my father because he's sick. So it's been a lot of like me making sure he goes for his walks or just making sure that he gets some air or fighting with him over something. So my activities, my routine, my routine has been making sure my dad is okay. But if it wasn't the pandemic, I would definitely like go for my walks, start to do my exercise that I keep telling myself I'm going to do and don't do because that's very good for the mental though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Society. I remember yeah. like when I used to go to the gym and I was having like a day where I was like either anxiety or I was just not my best. Yo, I would come out of there feeling like I was on top of the world. <laughs> and that that shit is really good for your I'm mental. That, yeah. I'm that kind of person that enjoys that pain you get after you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like I know this pain in this arm muscle right here is because something is happening. It doesn't have to happen now, but it's happening eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I agree. That definitely Absolutely. does help. But um, I'm glad that you're so self-aware. And I really want you to get the help that's needed. Yes. Because what happens is that when you don't, all those things get like bottled up. And you start releasing it in other ways that's not necessarily healthy. Mm-hmm. So I really want you to follow up with that. I really want you to follow up like with I therapy, get yourself you. right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm like so big, you know, so big on that mental health because you can't you can't be right. You can look great, you can mm-hmm. but if you're not right up right. here, nothing right. is right. You're you gonna can't pour from an empty glass. You're gonna yeah, you're gonna take that shit out on other people. You'll take it out on family, you'll take it out on loved ones. 100%. You'll never You'll never be right. On yourself. Yeah. And what you've been through is something that a lot of people, first of all, I want to thank you for your courage for even coming on here and speaking about it and telling your story because that's something that a lot of women don't even, they keep to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Women and become ashamed why. of things that have happened to them. Because you were met with so many, res- you know, resistant, mm-hmm. are you sure? Yeah. Well, how do you know? And I, you were I doubted like, by so yeah. many. Talking about it now, I don't know if it's because I'm a teacher or if it's because I just want people to know, like, I'm still alive. I'm still doing this. I'm still pushing to do it because I know that me taking my own life is not the way to go. Yeah. And, like, I should push and get through what I need to. It was just a little speed bump in the road and just push through it. But mm-hmm. Believe women. Yeah. Right. This is the whole like joke, you know, joke, you know, people joke about it. The hashtag me too. Not it's real. This it's is real shit. Being a woman, this is the kind of shit that we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And hide. And the fact that it's so easy to place the blame on them. Why would you let that happen to you? You think I woke up and I said, today I want to be sexually assaulted. And that's, that's no. so funny because I was sitting in the jail cell like, why why am I wearing this bathing suit right now? Why did I decide to bring this bathing suit with me to Mexico? Why did I do this? Why, why, like, why am I so exposed? All of those thoughts went in my head sitting there. Like, why did I 
it must have been my fault that I because that's one of the things happens. that happens. That's you, the societal that's always, you yeah. conditioning. You place yeah. blame on yourself. Mm-hmm. No. If I wouldn't have worn this, if I wouldn't, and believe it or not, I'll, and I've, I don't want to shout out any males, but that I know, I have personally seen males that I know post that shit on their page. Yeah. Like, oh, and then women wonder why they get harassed. Mm-hmm. Or they wonder why they get, uh, you know, raped or whatever. Like, that should Someone, not matter. So I posted a picture right after everything and it was just like the I'm finally I don't have a black eye anymore so I'm gonna post a picture and be confident some fucking idiot posted about oh this is probably why this happened to you comment on my on my picture and I was like how can you sit at home or wherever the fuck you are behind your phone and say that to someone you don't know or to someone that just left you on red because they really don't feel like entertaining you like it doesn't People are so used to getting that fast response from everything that they expect their responses to not hurt. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you telling me I'm posting that of my bare ass. I didn't post a naked picture of my ass. But, of but my even ass. if you did. Exactly. Even if I did. Even if you did. Even if you did. Yo, it's 2020. With everything that's fucking going on. In- oh, my God. A woman should not have to apologize for being a woman. A woman should not have to always walk on eggshells because she's a woman. Right now, I read something that the someone in someone in Georgia was like, "Well, we can't force people to wear masks in the school, but you send girls home for wearing spaghetti okay. straps." It's easy to police a woman's body, but yep. when it comes to a pandemic, to keep these kids safe, you're kind of like, "Oh, we nothing we can do about it." Yeah. yeah, it's the world we live in. <sighs> that is the world that we live in. I uh, I just I I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. You know, you have to go through this. Any woman has to go through this, and it gets to the point that you're like, what is it gonna have to take for a woman to be able to? The same way, if someone gets mugged, they can go to the police, and everything is fine. A woman gets assaulted. Well, are you sure you were assaulted? Yep. Where were you? What what time was it? What were you doing? Does it fucking matter? Why is that the first question that you ask? Because I remember being asked that question at least five times. How do you know you were raped? I don't know. I didn't want to have sex with this person that wasn't the person I came with. Mm-hmm. Like, what? what? <laughs> I don't remember consenting to anything. Right. And then for all of everyone that I worked with, not worked with, but everyone that was there... To tell me, like, no, that didn't happen. Like, please change your story because that didn't happen. <laughs> a police officer did not assault you. That that didn't happen. It wasn't <laughs> what they happened. You're imagining Like things. you were the one that yeah. was bugging. And no, that didn't happen to mm-hmm. you. Wow. Yeah. That is some shit. Yeah. I would lose my shit. If you heard the voice record, like, I recorded one of the phone calls I had with the U.S. Embassy. If you heard all of the nonsense they had to say, it was just like reading off of my speech on my paper that I have to say to everybody that something happened to and like not answering questions and wanting to hear their own voice. It. Whoa. Yeah. That is insane. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. It's a, it's, it's a universal thing. It is. Mm, it's course. a universal thing. 
I, you know, it takes a lot for me to be speechless and I'm genuinely sorry. No, no, so don't be sorry. sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> Never be sorry. Again, you know, this, thank you for this story, this story. We don't know who is listening. Right. That I want it to be, be spread right. as much as it can and be. And believe it or not, yeah. we have like people from different countries that do listen to us. Mm-hmm. So right now we can be talking to someone that had a similar story mm-hmm. and hasn't told anyone. Yeah. Just don't go to the Occidental in Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, that... We'll if you didn't hear her, she said the Occidental in Cancun, Mexico. Yes. What's it called? The Occidental in Cancun, Mexico. Occidental. I accidentally went to that damn yep. <laughs> resort. Charged me $300 for blood. That is insane. I wasn't able... Okay, so I paid them $300 to get my belongings because they would not release our belongings. And you never got that, any of that money back that they charged you? Oh, for- I, I had to call Apple and say, like, I didn't go to Mexico. I, I didn't know what this charge was. But other than that, they charged me. The, the Exploria, which is the company um, that we got the free vacation from, told us it's a third-party um, group that gave you the free vacation. We contacted them, and they were like, oh, sorry. I'm like, that's not our problem. Yeah. So it's kind of just like a sitting duck. There's nothing to do. It's just there. I mean, no, it's just all about you yeah. healing. Me healing and me talking about it as much as possible for that right person to hear what the hell happened. Bring and awareness, right? Yeah. And we're going to be posting all of that like, yeah. on our page. And... Just, you guys traveling abroad, be careful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Watch, be your safe. T- watch your 10, man. Watch your 10. Just. Be careful who you go on vacation with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is why, like, I don't, I drink beer, right? If I go out and they ask me, do you want to, no, I want my beer in the bottle or in the can. Right. I will open it myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do mixed drinks. I'm not really big on, like, mixed drinks anyway. But even then, like, I would prefer watching what you're doing. Right. That's something that they've always told me, my mom and my yeah. grandma. Like, when I started going out, yeah, yeah. they will always be like, if you go to the bathroom and you leave your drink behind, you come back, get a new drink. Get a new drink. Don't ever receive a drink from a man. This is how we were brought up. This is how we have to do it. Yes, exactly. No one teaches a man this. No. No one teaches a man this. This is the things that are told to us. Mm -hmm. You go to the bathroom, don't go by yourself. Yeah, you go to the bathroom, don't go by yourself. Why is there such a long line at the bathroom? This is something that at 35 years old, my grandma says to me to this day. Be careful with coming, uh, going um, out at night, coming home late. Be careful who's following you. You should have something. Like, these are the talks that you have to have with women, mm-hmm. with young women. And it would be like, you go to the bathroom, come back, leave your drink. Just get a new one. Um, don't accept a drink from a man. I never do. Don't mm-hmm. ever accept a drink because he could have put something in it. Unless that shit is set to, to me, still closed. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always make it a point. I want my beer still in the bottle or in the can. I'll open it myself. She right. knows that. I'm very like, unless I see you pouring that shit myself. And even then, I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. This is a world we live in. It's yeah. a sad reality. And this is why I'm so resistant and adhering to any other shit you're throwing at me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to conform to your rules because it makes you uncomfortable that I don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's not about your comfort. It's about yours. It's about mine. 
Mm-hmm. Same way I wouldn't expect a man to do certain things because it makes me, you know, like, oh, maybe you should, I don't know, smile more. Like, stupid <laughs> shit like that. Like, yo, live and let live. You're not hurting yourself. You're not letting hurting others. Let it rock. Agreed, sister. <sighs> I love it when you go when you sound off like that. <laughs> Listen, we <laughs> going in. I like. I woke up this morning ready to like go to, <laughs> go to battle. <laughs> She's ready for war. It's always day. ready for war, man. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Bronx in me. <laughs> it's the Bronx. It's, it's the New York in us. It's the New York in us. You know. Dumb. Becky, thank you so much. Thank you for, for joining me. us here today and telling your story. We're going to post everything on the page. We're going to post suicidal hotline, suicide, suicide, yeah, prevention hotline, domestic Domestic. violence, mental health. All of those things are going to be posted on our page. Anyone needs to see it. You need someone to talk to. Listen, man, even ladies pitch is here for you. You got to say something. You got to get something off your chest. You got something on your mind. You can always DM us, ladies pitch, 718 at gmail.com. Instagram, Ladies Pitch. You guys already know. Facebook, Ladies Pitch underscore. Twitter, Pitch 718. You know how to reach us. We do it. We do this every week. We do this every week. But I know what I know what it is to have those kind of, to battle with those kind of demons. And you have no one to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. You know? And Absolutely. Just holding that in. It's, those type of things. And, and just because you're ashamed. Right. It, it's been very helpful being able to talk about it or just mm-hmm. talking openly about it yeah it's like a, a it's, weight it's lifted a, yeah. it's a cathartic experience it's yeah. very therapeutic yeah. it is I agree as dumb as I feel after sometimes but you should never never no Mm-mm. yeah so any last words Lexi the <sighs> the savage this has left me speechless. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I have a thousand thoughts in my head. Like, wow. One I of the just... things I jokingly kept saying is the audacity is an abundance <laughs> with men in 2020. And this shit right here just solidified that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need, we come from women, we're raised by women. We need to respect women. We need to love women. Just, yo, that's all I got to say. Yeah, I can see it in your face. Like, yeah. This story really yeah, left us. Yeah, it takes a lot for me to be at mm-hmm. a loss for words, so. Well, I, I said what I had to say. I just want people to get the help needed. That's needed. Um, yeah. There are resources out there. We just have to look for them. We will post whatever we resources we can find. Mm-hmm. We'll we post will, it on the page. We would, if you need any kind of outreach, we would definitely be at your services. I'm also always available to speak to if you need me. Yeah. So, Becky, any last words? Um. No. <laughs> Just, yeah. I don't even make twenty. The rest of twenty twenty as positive as we can. Yeah. Okay. Make twenty. Make the rest of twenty twenty and the rest. Yeah. All about Becky. You, Becky. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody else could fall in line. Mm-hmm. But make first, second, and third all about Becky. That's the best advice I could Sounds give you, girl. All right. Thanks. All right. So, 
Slexi the Savage um, signing out. Haiti baby here. Becky, thank you. Thank you very much. You are more than welcome to come back anytime. I will. (laughs) Thank you. Signing out. Take care of yourselves and each other, guys. All right. Peace. Deuces.